0: Welcome to Weird TV, the only podcast exploiting tragedy to advance our own agenda. I'm Bill Meeks, coming to you from the land where cops and robbers sing in perfect harmony. Los Angeles, California. Now, back when I was about 14 years old, I transitioned over into high school from homeschool. One of the things I was really, really interested in was the theater program. They put on a production of the classic musical West Side Story. I was blown away, not just by the great music and story and dancing and sets, but by the fact all of the actors were people I knew from my classes. Going to see that musical gave me the confidence to start my own theater journey. A few short years later, I was on stage at the Brookhills Playhouse playing Professor Plum in Clue the Musical. Now, I don't have a great voice, but I've always had a great love for musicals, which is why I'm so excited about today's show. Today, we're discussing Cop Rock, a musical police procedural created by Dick Wolf's arch nemesis, Stephen Botchko. I'm going to be
1: very direct here. I want this jail. I want it fast.
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay, so Cop Rock was a show that was on the air on ABC for about half a season back in 1990. I don't remember ever watching it or hearing about it per se, but that's probably because I was a little too young. The show was created by Stephen Bochko, whose hit procedural, Hill Street Blues, defined the genre for decades. Hill Street's popularity paved the way for Botchko's self-admitted flop, Cop Rock.
2: Cop Rock was an idea that, that I'd been sort of stewing over because when I was doing Hill Street Blues, a woman came to me with a proposal to turn Hill Street Blues into a Broadway musical, and I was hugely enamored of that idea. And then ultimately, you know, logistically, you just couldn't, couldn't figure out how to do it. So it went away. But the idea stuck in my head. And at some point, the idea got inverted. I thought, well, you know, if I can't bring the cop show to Broadway, what if I brought Broadway to the cop show? And why couldn't you do a dramatic musical?
0: Cop Rock became a passion project for Botchko, even after his peers tried to talk him out of it.
2: And everybody said, you're nuts, you're crazy. That'll never fly. I guess I had such a passion for the idea that I talked everybody into it, including Randy Newman, who said, you're an idiot. This, this'll never work.
0: Hey, Botchko, if even Randy Newman is telling you your show idea sucks, Maybe you should listen. But hey, at least he had fun. I
2: loved it. It It was the most fun I ever had working on a show. What made it so fun for you? The music and all of the problems attendant to trying to do a musical drama on a regular schedule, on a regular television schedule. We figured out how to do it. And every one of those songs was performed live. I always thought, God, if we could figure out the physical logistics of actually producing this thing on a television budget, there's no way we can miss. And of course we figured that part of it out and missed hugely.
0: Despite the horrible ratings, Cop Rock set a precedent. I looked around and I'm pretty sure it's the first ongoing musical network TV show. I know that's a lot of qualifiers. You know what else is a lot? Writing three to four songs every week in addition to the A and B plots, it had to be hard for them.
1: For one, I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something
0: isn't right there.
3: I've got a theory, some kid is dreaming, and we're all stuck inside his wacky Broadway nightmare. I've
0: got a theory. These we days, one-off musical out. episodes are a staple of primetime TV. Especially anything geeky like Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: But, it could be witches, some evil witches, which is ridiculous cuz witches they were persecuted, wicked good and lovely. You're at the earth and Women Power and I'll be over here.
0: Sure. It's a fun sweeps week project to turn a show like Buffy into a musical. But doing it every week is a trial by fire. A lot of shows got it right in recent years, so I'd like to highlight my favorites in a segment I like to call Great TV musicals! First up, let's talk about one of my favorites, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
3: I was working hard at a New York job making dough, but it made me blue. One day I was crying a lot, and so I decided to move to West Covina, California. Crazy
0: Ex-Girlfriend, which aired on The CW from 2015 to 2019, was created by YouTube comedian Rachel Bloom, who also wrote and performed most of the songs. So this is the end of the movie. Whoa, whoa, But real life isn't a movie. No, no. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a musical comedy with a focus on the comedy. It also deals with more serious issues like codependency and mental health.
1: But now there's no need for Cause I'm about to get a diagnosis, a diagnosis.
0: While the title turned off a lot of potential fans, I consider Crazy X to not only be the best television musical ever, but one of my favorite musicals full stop of all time.
1: Everybody!
0: For something more recent, I'm going to point to Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon is an Apple TV Plus original starring Keegan-Michael Key and Cicely Strong as two lovers who get lost in the woods on a couple's retreat and stumble into the magical, musical-inspired world of Schmigadoon. That's fun to say, isn't it? In Schmigadoon, all the characters are caricatures, and a song can break out at any moment. And I mean any moment.
3: Are you trying to tell me that you've never heard of Corn pudding? She's never heard of Corn pudding.
0: Oh, oh no. It's a song.
2: You just started another song. corn Cornplin,
1: corn Cornplin, corn, pudding, corn, pudding, corn,
0: pudding, corn pudding. Can we opt out of this? My gal loves If you're a fan of modern Broadway where every show winks at an audience too embarrassed to admit they like musicals, Schmigadoon is the show for you. <laughs> Now who did Botchko create Cop Rock for? Well, based on the interview clips I played up top, it was mostly himself. As for how it was received, this thing was a flop, man. Critics liked it, but the show only reached 13% of viewers in its Wednesday night time slot. Bob Iger, president of ABC Entertainment, now dictator of the Disney empire, said weeks before Cop Rock's cancellation, that the network stood behind Bochco, but the ratings never materialized and Cop Rock was canceled by Christmas. <laughs> okay, we're going to get into the main discussion in just a second, but I just wanted to give a quick call to action for you guys. We've been chugging along now for about four weeks with Weird TV, and I really hope you're enjoying the show. I'd love for people who have never heard it to be able to find it, which is why I need your help. First and foremost, if you like the show and you have a friend you think would like the show, tell them. Another way you can help the show is by going to Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast and leaving an honest review. If you do, I'll read it on the show, even if it's really, really weird. Finally, if you head over to the show's website at BillMeeks.com weirdtv TV, you'll find contact info so you can send in feedback for the shows we're talking about. Next week, a small wonder. Okay, now on to the main discussion. Okay, now it's time to ask, how well was it done? First, I'm going to talk about Ralph Ruskin, The Invisible Man. I got to start with the music, right? There's four songs in this episode, but my favorite song has to be... She Chose Me, performed by the Ralph Ruskin character. Ralph's married to Vicki Quinn, and when she comes home after some sexy talk with her co-worker, he notices she seems distracted. I
1: thought you were going to come by Kavanaugh's for a beer.
0: Yeah, I was going to, but I, I wanted to get home.
1: You get a ride all right?
2: Yeah, a- Andy dropped me off. Are
0: you coming to bed? I'm, uh, I'm going
1: to stay up a little. Bit.
0: After she goes to bed, I'll probably be asleep by the time you come up. He sings one of my favorite kinds of musical numbers, a ballad about a breaking heart with a dash of denial.
1: Not much to talk to, and I know how I look. What I know about life comes out of a book, but of all of the people there are.
0: We asked throughout the song how Vicky could choose him as her husband over anyone else. With the unspoken answer being, she did it. It's kind of like, she's his happy ending, but he's her burden. It's tragic.
1: From time to time, I ask myself why, why
0: This song put me in mind of another classic musical number, Mr. Cellophane from Chicago, performed here by John C. Wright. Cellophane,
1: Mr. Cellophane, should I been my name, Mr. Cellophane, cause you can look right through me, walk right
0: Crazy Ex-Girlfriend has a take on this kind of song too. It's called The Buzzing From The Bathroom. You can guess what that one's about. The buzzing from the bathroom
1: has finally been explained.
0: That was no electric toothbrush, no facial scrub device. On the production side, They use a slow fade to black over the last half of the song as they zoom in tight on Ralph's face. It's like a follow spot, narrowing in on the actor. And it's a touch my theater geek side really appreciated. Very theatrical! The cops in Cop Rock are all bad people. Going in, I expected the show to paint cops as the heroes, you know, like most police procedurals do. Not so fast, as Steven Bochka.
3: Look, I've got to go to the bathroom. Drink. I can't drink anymore.
0: So LaRusso beats and threatens this guy, then pours hot coffee down his throat and makes him pee his pants. Not gonna lie, it's a rough scene to watch. In the scene you just heard, Detective Vincent LaRusso interrogates somebody involved in a cop killing. Now we've all heard the stories of the thin blue line, but LaRusso cuts the subtext here.
2: I don't need you to testify. What we're doing here is against your constitutional rights. Your testimony's worthless. Look, I don't know his name. Now every cop outside that door wants five minutes alone in this room with you. Are you gonna give me a name or I'm gonna sell tickets to your execution?
0: No matter how you slice it, LaRusso is not the hero here. Especially after what he does at the end of the episode. But more on that later. The next dirty cop, Officer Vicky Quinn, is having an emotional affair with a fellow officer. Not quite unethical police work, but still pretty darn unethical if you ask me.
2: Kind of makes you pay attention to your feelings, doesn't it?
3: You can't tell me it isn't there. It isn't. What are we going to do about this, Vicky?
1: Nothing.
3: We sit next to each other in a car all day. How the hell can we do nothing?
1: I go home at night. I get in bed. I stare at the ceiling just thinking about you. I think about you, too. (laughs) (laughs) No you're
3: saying, you were told to <laughs> <laughs> you he's not your dad he's just dumb white cop and you made him mad
0: this show doesn't shy away from exposing cops as racist either and it's a portrayal that was just as timely back then since the series is set in Los Angeles and was made only a year before Rodney King.
2: As a week of pre-trial motions ended today in the case of the four Los Angeles policemen already indicted in the Rodney King beating, the county grand jury signaled that will be the extent of the criminal case. 17 other so-called police bystanders at the beating scene will
0: not be indicted. A development noted with frustration by the... Los okay, you ready for the last bad apple? It's the cop who acts like a badass right before he gets killed. I just wish I had
2: more of 30 on six.
0: So much for going in with gusto, right? I love Cop Rock's take on policing because it's grounded, based in the headlines of the day, and, like most good fiction, makes you question the characters. Every hero has flaws, and most villains have logical if questionable, reasons for doing what they've done. Okay, I have one major pet peeve. Yeah, that's right. Only one major pet peeve in life. And it's people trying to strike up a conversation in the men's bathroom. For one, it echoes like crazy in most bathrooms. For two, people are in there for a reason, you know. It's not nice to disturb them. But... Apparently, cops are the exact type of people who talk at the urinal. Hey, Ralph.
3: Cop was just killed. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't get a single uncontaminated print off the van. Oh, damn.
1: I gotta go to the urologist again.
0: Don't talk in public restrooms. This has been a public service announcement. Okay, now it's time to talk about my favorite plot line in this episode: Patty the Junkie Mom. In the very visceral opening scene, the cops raid a drug den somewhere in Los Angeles. After beating the crap out of everybody, they find a woman and her baby on a mattress in the back. Such
3: yeah. your baby, miss? Get away from me! Vicky, get, get in here! Yeah. I want you to stand up slowly and hand that baby to
0: this officer. Listen, I
3: know my rights, I don't You're under arrest, has. Miss. Do you understand that?
0: You feel for this woman right away. Officer Vicky Quinn offers to help her.
1: i do not see nobody else. Yeah, you can take her, but listen, for both your sakes, I hope you're gonna consider getting some help. Um, I'm good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut way down.
0: But Patty has a pretty compelling reason to refuse Vicky's offer.
1: I, I would love to go
0: straight.
1: look, okay. yeah, I can help you get into a program. The thing is, that would mean giving up my little girl. If there's nobody you can leave her with, well, nobody I trust to give her back, right? You little funny face.
0: <laughs> Eventually, Patty tries to sell information to the cops for money she says is for her baby, but is obviously to support her drug habit.
1: All I need the money. Okay, we got no food. We got no place to stay. I'm sorry. Well, everybody's sorry. Everybody's sorry. Everybody just walks by and shakes their head, and everybody's sorry. Well, when you're at home and you're in bed tonight, me and my kid are going to be on the street, so let me, I, I am really, really glad to hear that you are sorry.
0: Without the money from the cops, Patty is forced to sell her baby, you know, as you do. But before she does, she sings a beautiful little ballad called Close Your Eyes. the number she's sitting at a bus stop, rocking her baby to sleep. In the last verse, a man who factors into later episodes of Cop Rock called The Baby Merchant pulls up.
3: 200, right? Yeah. These people are going to give her a nice home. You see? They even gave me a car seat to put her in.
0: If you've heard of Cop Rock, you've probably heard of The Baby Merchant before. I just saw him featured on John Oliver a couple weeks ago.
1: I'm the Baby Merchant. Tots are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss.
0: This is another nuanced plot line with Officer Quinn trying to help Patty, but Patty refuses to help herself due to her addiction. Patty selling off her baby is a tragic, but somehow still relatable choice. She's at this point where she knows the baby isn't safe with her anymore. If you squint a little bit, it's almost a responsible decision. The irony here is that she loses the baby when she had a chance to get clean and rehab but refused to go to rehab because she didn't want to lose the baby that she ended up selling for more drugs. A lot of stuff in Cop Rock is cheesy, but Patty's storyline is a grade A tragedy. This has to be the silliest thing we've covered on Weird TV yet. The police captain has something in his office that blew my freaking mind.
2: Then draw, you varmint, and prepare to meet your maker. Oh, you got me, you
1: sidewinder! Tell my mom that i am lover.
0: Yep, that's right. The chief of police has a mannequin behind a secret panel in his office that taunts him into an Old West shootout. He shoots it with a real gun, too. I love this idea. It's so weird, right? And so many questions are in my head. Who built this for him? Did the city pay for it? Why is he using a real gun in the middle of City Hall? The best part? The mannequin looks just like Burt Reynolds. Yee-haw! We've come once again to the big question. Was it worth doing? At the time it was made, Cop Rock was a bad idea. Sure, coastal elites love musicals, but musicals are hit and miss in huge chunks of the country. The world just wasn't ready for cop rock, man. Would it be worth doing now? Well, if you erase the original from history, cop rock would stand a real shot at being successful. Police procedurals are more popular than ever, you know, with your SVUs and your CSIs and whatnot. In musicals like Hamilton and even shows like Glee, have made Broadway more accessible to the average viewer. The only issue really is that the reputation of the original show is a joke. So considering all that, how would I reboot it? Well, I don't think I would reboot Cop Rock because of that reputation, but it has a lot of lessons you could translate into a similar project. I would use Cop Rock as inspiration and a potential cautionary tale to launch a musical reboot of The Shield. My pitch is simple. Make it three seasons, tighten up the storylines, and put it to song. Hell, you can even have Michael Chiklis reprise his role. He's actually a really good singer.
1: You're so beautiful to me I wish all the world could sing
0: right, now comes the time when I flip around in my notebook here and find some notes that, while I thought they might be funny one-liners or interesting points, didn't really have enough meat to them to make it to a full discussion point. Okay, here we go. So at one point in the episode, the cops take the stand to defend themselves for the rape. I went back and checked, and their testimony does not match what we see in the cold open. Now, towards the end of the episode, the judge says the last time he signed a warrant for these cops, they trashed the wrong house. Why'd he sign for this one then? You might have spotted Ernie Hudson, Winston from Ghostbusters, as Commander Warren Osborne. He's the guy who writes the speech for the police chief. Speaking of the police chief, I loved how he used a tragedy to get them to build a new prison. Well, I say loved. I mean, I recognized it. For a real-life example, see the Iraq War. Finally, it was weird to see Patty, the mom, smoking in the police station lobby. Even weirder to see her smoking after they hand her the baby. Remembering back to the late 80s, it wasn't a weird sight then. Now it's time to rate the episode with an arbitrary scale, where I pick a thing from the episode and a random number and then use that to build a scale that is completely arbitrary. Okay, for this week, out of 11000 bucks from The Baby Merchant, I'm going to give it 9500 I think Cop Rock worked pretty well as a musical. The portrayal of Police was grounded and realistic. And the songs were really good. Like, really good. Now, as always, you can find the links to the show and more info on the topics we discussed today by looking at the description for this episode in your podcast player. It's usually like that eye icon with the circle around it. Or you can just go to BillMeeks.com slash Weird TV and click on this episode. Speaking of, if you go to that site, BillMeeks.com slash Weird TV, you can also suggest an episode for us to cover on this very podcast. Best of all, if you're up for it, you can volunteer to be my guest on the show. Speaking of, another way you can be on the show is by sending in feedback. We always tell you what show we're gonna be talking about a week in advance. Next week, we're gonna be talking about the pilot for an 80s sitcom called Small Wonder about a little girl robot. Real easy to find on YouTube and one of my favorite shows from back in the day. If you need a prompt to submit feedback, I'd suggest, is the dad on Small Wonder a moral character? Could probably go either way. Go ahead and send in your feedback on Small Wonder or anything I've discussed today by emailing weirdtvpodcast at gmail.com, leaving a voicemail at 424-274-2352. You can also leave a comment over on the Facebook at facebook.com slash weirdtvpod. Yes, I finally set it up. You can follow us on Twitter at weirdtvpod. Yes, I also set that up. I'm I'm just cooking today. And as always, you can find all of the information you need at BillMeeks.com slash Weird TV. Okay,
3: on to our first voicemail from Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill, it's Bobby. Well, you hit my sweet spot here. I've got to say that Cop Rock uh, is actually one of my favorite TV shows to bring up in like a conversation of WTF television. As far as TV oddities go, you can't get much more odd than cop rock. And let me just say, like, I sat down and watched the pilot here and got through five episodes before I realized, damn, I needed to uh, send this voicemail off.
0: Wow, Bobby, you did a lot better than I did. I just watched the pilot.
3: Oh, of course, it's a mixed bag. I mean, first of all, we're talking about a musical cop drama what the hell was Steven Boko smoking and or drinking and I've got to say the cop drama part of the show is dead on I mean it stands the test of time the the stories that are tackled in these episodes are stories that would st- are still tackled in today's episodes I-
0: yeah, Bobby, that really surprised me how sort of relevant uh, this
3: series from, what was it, 1989, 1990 still was. And as for musical, oh, like I said, this is a musical cop drama. Now, it's not like a end-to-end musical, so like some of these hour-long, 45 minutes after commercials episodes have only two to three songs in them which makes it even more weird that you you almost get lost in the cop drama a <laughs> part of it and then all of a sudden boom f- you forgot it was a musical
0: <laughs> I, I will say bobby that um I've, I've listened to some interviews with rachel bloom from crazy ex-girlfriend and she talked a lot about what a challenge it was to try and write three original songs for every episode which was sort of their
3: goal So if you've only seen the pilot for this conversation, do yourself a treat and get into at least episodes three and four, The Baby Merchant,
1: uh... (laughs)
3: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, the song is still stuck in my head. Uh, You're going to see a lot of familiar faces in this show uh, that show up later in shows like NYPD Blue and uh, whatnot. And I've got to say, I was... It's been a while since I've watched watched Cop Rock. I did watch it when it first aired. I may have tried to watch it once since then. Oh, so you were the one. Uh, You know, like I remember the generality of Cop Rock, but like the episode... Uh, specifics to be honest I mean I guess I was what 11 at the time it came out (laughs) I didn't remember everything and I must not have watched it a lot since then the musical numbers are hit and miss I mean some of the some of the singers they get the druggy woman who sells her baby excellent singer Mm -hmm. excellent singer excellent actor they yeah she pulls the old heartstrings in this one do I think this show held up to a certain extent yes like I said the cop drama parts were great I think that you could do a show like this now maybe. Although, if you think a lot about a lot of the musical fair on TV, there's a, it's, there's a little more lightheartedness to it, so I don't know if it, it, if it still would mesh well with the cop drama aspect of it. I've got to say, there were parts in these shows that, you know, I think with a more deft hand, and I won't say actors. For the actors, the acting was pretty much good, but some of the singing was a little eh, on some of the numbers. But all in all, I've got to say that like, I'm, I was pretty impressed.
0: I will say that uh, the only song I really didn't like that much was the opening number, just because it kind of, it hit me weird. Because um, it seemed like it, it was at the point where I was still thinking the show was going to be really pro-cop. And it seemed like they were trying to say that it's the criminal's fault uh, that the cops are jerks. By the time the episode finished up, I realized that they weren't really saying that. Um, they were saying, you know, it's complicated and there are good people and bad people, and the bad people are sometimes on the good side and vice
3: versa. Uh, so, on a scale of 12 random saxophone players in a jury room, let me give it <laughs> 10. Uh, no, okay, back it up just a little bit. Nine. Like I said, the cop drama is on point. The musical, some of the musical numbers have a little bit, leave a little bit to be desired. But I really do think that uh, with a little bit of work, a show like this could could uh, fly today.
0: Thank you very much, Bobby. And yeah, this show, I feel like you can't use the cop rock name unless you're going to make it a comedy because everyone thinks of it as a joke. But this would translate really well to today. You know, you get your Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, working on the book for it. Man you got an Emmy. This is how he does it. This is how Lin-Manuel Miranda finally gets his ego. Assuming he doesn't have an Emmy, I've never really checked. Okay, and to finish up, we had a Facebook comment from a good friend of ours, Donna War. I put a post over on Facebook calling for feedback about Cop Rock. And she mentions, I was living in England when this came out and English people were just like, Americans, what were they thinking? Great little bit of color there, Dawn. And uh, I guess I'm the only person who's appeared on today's episode who doesn't remember the initial airing of Cop Rock. So good on you, listeners. Do you want to show me up again? Well, I need to hear your thoughts about the first episode of the sitcom Small Wonder. You can email those thoughts, weirdtvpodcast at gmail.com, the voicemail's is 424-274-2352, the Facebook's over at facebook.com slash Pod, and the Twitter's also at weirdTVpod. As always, you can find show notes, methods of communication, and that survey where you can submit your own Weird TV and then come on the show and talk about it with me over at billmeeks.com slash TV. Now, if you'll excuse me, the LAPD is out on my balcony and they're getting ready to sing me a song. You can check out everything I do at billmeeks.com I'm at Bill Meeks on most social media. And again, you can check out everything having to do with this podcast at BillMeeks.com slash TV. All right, guys, keep it bright and loaded. Also, keep it weird.